0: All bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies,
1: disasters. That's bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible. What? This is Rachel.
1: And I am David.
0: And this is all bad things. Today's tragedy and bad thing.
1: What is today's tragedy?
0: The Cavalese cable car disasters.
1: I'm sorry, the what?
0: Cavalese cable car disasters.
1: Cavalese.
0: Cavalese.
1: Would that be Italian?
0: Indeed. Oh. Or should I say C? Oi. Oi. No, it's not oi. I, I don't know my Italian. <laughs> I think it's just C. Si. Okay. C. Si. C, si, signore. Si
1: okay
0: um and i s- did say disasters plural oh there were two. Oh. Two. very interesting or uh that happened i'm going yes
1: in the same place
0: well in travel yes okay. indeed indeed okay and
1: one leads to the other
0: no these okay. are actually two completely unrelated disasters okay so so, yeah, so here's the interesting thing. Two cable car tragedies have happened on the same aerial tramway. So the same line, the same cable car line, separated by tw- almost 22 years.
1: What is this a line for?
0: What is for, this is a cable car okay. line for? Yes, for a ski resort. Okay. For a ski resort. So um, near the Italian ski resort of Cavalese. So that's what Cavalese is. It's a ski resort area.
1: See, my mind, I I still think of a ski lift, but that's not what we're talking about. It's
0: not exactly. It's not exactly. Actually, I can show you a picture, and our friends at home can Google.
1: (laughs) And we can show you the picture through the microphone. (laughs) See? Got
0: it? See?
1: Okay. (laughs) It'll be a jet tomorrow.
0: So do you see that?
1: That's, they're way up
0: there. It's, well, no, do you see how big it is? So this is not just a ski lift. This is right. a huge car. The
1: first thing I noticed were they're way above trees, and trees are very tall, so that says to <laughs> me that they're 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 pretty high in the sky. That's what that's. They're
0: way above the trees. They're up high. <laughs> yeah. they are a high. They yeah. are a pie. We'll get into how high up they are. Um, it's also bright yellow. For reference, this is a black and white photo. Okay. My my. Uh... <laughs> Just imagine that it's bright yellow. In <laughs> black for you and You at home too? See. I'll show it to you again. I imagine it's yellow. Um, they, I don't have a color printer. work. It was a little tricky to figure out the geography of this region. This is nor- northern Italy. Um, from what I could...
1: At the top uh, of the boot.
0: Yes. At the... Near the right of the cuff of the boot. Nope, even better. If that makes sense. Um, slash central boot. Cuff. I'll do my best to pronounce all these things. Cermis, perhaps, slash Dolomite mountains of northern Italy. The Alps, basically. The Italian Alps. Okay. Um, I,
1: I think that's all we need to say, and people will pick up on that. The
0: Italian Alps. The Italian Alps.
1: Like the Canadian Rockies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: Um, It's a popular tourist destination for skiing in the winter and just pretty in the summer. So it's very pic- picturesque. Very Probably a place
1: we should check out.
0: It would be very nice to check out except We just
1: won't go on the cable car.
0: No, because wait till you hear what happens. Yeah. So so this is
1: this is I'm sorry. Uh, this no. is all bad
0: all, all, all bad, bad things.
1: things. <laughs> so all if we're talking about any things. sort of object mm-hmm. bus, train,
0: It's gonna cable crash. Car. It's gonna crash. It's not the outcome is not gonna be the first tragedy, the first cable car disaster, happened in 1976. There's not a ton of information available on this particular disaster, so this is going to be slightly the shorter segment before we go on to the more modern one. Um, so 1976, March 9th, 1976. Who was born in 1976? Many people. Yeah, like millions. Exactly. I don't, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't have a person. Okay, okay. So this first crash was the worst cable car disaster in history, as far as loss of life goes. Oh, okay. Wow. So on March 9th, 1976, um, the cableway, the aerial cable car system in the Calabasi Mountains in this particular region, was about 10 years old at that time. So it was around so the... So still... Yeah, pretty young. Still new. right? Yeah. Uh, a fully loaded... Still under warranty. Yeah, <laughs> Potentially. A fully loaded cable car, so 44 occupants, okay. how many people were in it? 44 people were riding the cable car when the cable of the car broke. I don't even want to The know. car fell 600 feet <laughs> down the side of the mountain, okay? So it, it fell down the side of a mountain and then skidded another hundred. No, sorry, 300 feet before stopping in the meadow now here's what so the
1: one survivor had at least something to drink
0: the one survivor no, I'm just
1: kidding I don't know if anybody survived but you, you said guessed it. Did, you I guessed it. did I it. Did I it oh my goodness well it you, you said they hit the side it. of a mountain
0: well no so here's the thing and slid down get this most of the people survived skidding down a mountain most of the people survived sliding another 300 feet into the meadow and you know what happened to them they drowned no, 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 no. They were just on land.
1: Okay. Well, you the, said into a meadow. Yeah,
0: so just I, a I'm, meadow area. Like okay. it's it's a grassy area. Meadow is a grassy area. It's okay.
1: okay. I'm thinking. You okay. Anything
0: like the babbling brook in the meadow, or I'm something? I'm thinking
1: of yeah, like uh, no. a, like a pond in a in a no, meadow. Just I'm grass. Of, okay. But
0: it's snowy, so yes. Uh, but but here's here's the kicker. In the fall, the three-ton overhead carriage assembly. Fell on them. Crushed it. And that's what killed most of the people. Not the fall. The carriage assembly falling. Yeah,
1: the rest of the shit that was coming down.
0: Yeah.
1: Five seconds after them, probably less than that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Isn't that horrifying?
1: That's pretty shitty to have survived that.
0: Well, only to literally
1: have your life snuffed out two seconds later because of something falling
0: on top. Now, in all fairness, the other possibility was that the carriage assembly fell as the car fell and and all the skidding and sliding actually happened with them being crushed. So There is that possibility. But you guessed it. There was a survivor. 43 of the 44 people died. One person survived a 14-year-old girl from Milan, Italy, named Alessandra Piovinzano. She lived to ciao <laughs> ciao bella. She lived until two thousand nine. She just died of an illness. So she, so she did survive and survived for years and did not die of any of her injuries or anything. But she was the sole survivor. That's got to be crazy. I cannot imagine the survivor. The guilt.
1: sole survivor.
0: The sole survivor. The, the, the one only person, like the chosen one, yeah. like you're a fucking Jedi. Oh, and she was fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. That. So that's awful. And the other awful thing is, so 43 people died, 15 were kids.
1: Well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And the
0: cable car operator was 18. Uh, So he was pretty young, I'm going to guess
1: we're going to get to that part of it later. A little bit, a little bit. uh,
0: Yes. So the cable cars reached summits of 4,000 and 6,000 feet. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, these are the Alps. I
1: guess, but I've never, I can't even... I was never a big skier or snowboarder, but Mm -hmm. I've gone a couple of times, so the only frame of reference I have is a Mm chairlift. In certain spots, those can get 50, 60 feet, but that's 50, 60 feet. Yeah. And even if you fall off or whatever, pretty good chance you're going to live.
0: Well, that would be the equivalent of a five-story fall. But you're
1: falling into, like, nicely packed snow. Well,
0: nicely packed snow has a big impact. It
1: does, but it's not going to kill you from that. You're, you no. might make Who whatever it all on i'm saying is all i'm saying is when i was in those chair lifts and i'm like well what if i fall i you didn't, didn't i didn't have so. i didn't have death on my mind yeah if i'm falling from 600 feet or four thousand, or 6, 000 6 000, the summit, yeah. yeah then i'm going to die
0: yeah they were not that high They were only 600 feet high. It could have been higher, but yeah. I guess really all that would have done if they had fallen from a higher height is given them more time to panic. Probably. Which is sad. But yeah, that's super sad. Sorry to be such a Debbie Downer.
1: Well, this is...
0: All bad things. There we go. Indeed. So you know where you're getting into anyway. And you kind of of enjoy it. (laughs) A little bit. Do you remember how many people were in the cable car?
1: uh 44 total 43 perished.
0: right the cable car had a capacity of 40 people seven thousand pounds but because but, children
1: were in there yes, yes the operator
0: justified the overcapacity well it could not have been the operator i must have written that wrong because the well no there's the operator and the car attendant the car attendant died but the operator didn't necessarily depending on how it was operated anyway they justified the hey, overcapacity the operators
1: pushing buttons right yeah
0: they justified the overcapacity Somewhere else. because so many of them were kids, yeah. As far as who died, about other than you know the kids-to-adults ratio, about half were German, and the rest were European, Italian, Aust- Austrian, and one French person.
1: No Americans.
0: No, no. Actually, I don't think in either. I think they were all European in both okay. of these crashes. Well, this is the Alps. That's
1: true. A very okay.
0: small sample of people in the Alps, so right. more likely to be European than anything. The subsequent inquest from this first crash found that, so here's what happened, right? The cables uh, snapped, cut, cut. something happened to this cable to make it break, right? There were high winds that caused the steel cables to cross each other. Mm -hmm. There was one stationary wire and one moving wire, Mm -hmm. and the high winds caused an entanglement and one severed the other. This seems a little, a
1: little, little far fetched, but well,
0: not necessarily far fetched. There was a formal inquest into this. Sure. So it, it just—it's hard to. I'm not a super mechanical person. It's kind of hard to picture. Th- I would
1: think you're in a cable car going up mountains, which are going to be windy. Yes. Most, most of the time, if, yes. if not all of the time. But these were high winds. So sure. It
0: was, I guess, specifically unusual.
1: I would think whoever engineered that. Probably took that into account, but I could be wrong. I don't know so if so. It was maybe, in the mid '60s. Maybe that's where the mystery is solved. the engineer.
0: You know, um, I'm just throwing that out there. Sure, I have no clue. Sure, might as well. It was 41 <laughs> it was, years ago.
1: It was uh, Colonel Mustard in the <laughs>
0: um,
1: in the study with the candelabra.
0: But candlestick. Candlestick. Oh, there sorry. was no candelabra. I'm sorry. I was thinking of, Liberace. I was thinking of Liberace. Yes, you were. In uh,
1: okay, we're not gonna go there.
0: So so basically high winds friction snap. To summarize. Yeah. There was an automatic train stop safety system okay. that, that could have potentially prevented like a brake system. Yes. Yeah. Yes, a sort of a dead man switch yeah. type of thing. Here's the kicker. It was switched off.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So the fallout from this does not have much documentation that I could found. The investigation concluded that improper maintenance and operation caused the accidents. It was user error and improper maintenance. So the 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 aerial cable ca, aerial cable car operators and maintainers, the uh-huh. owners, the people, the people of the things. The people of the owners. People of the owners of the things were at fault. Yes. Four lift officials were jailed.
1: And keep this in mind: every story that we're ever going to tell on this podcast all deals with human error.
0: In general, there are natural disasters. There are.
1: We might get into some of those, but you'll know know the difference.
0: We will definitely get into those. But yeah, there's a lot of human error in a lot of this. Hence the lessons learned, right?
1: Humans kill people. Who would have thought? (laughs) Either on purpose or accidentally.
0: Humans make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So basically, that's that's all I got on that first one. Oh, okay. That's kind of the gist of it. But boy, does it get juicier when we fast forward Uh to 1998.
1: So, 22 years later, roughly. Yes. Maybe, maybe not exactly. Just
0: prior. It was February 3rd, 98, versus so, March 9th. So, just before 22 just years. Just before 22 officially. years. Mm-hmm. But the same same system. Yeah. Same aerial cable car system. Same
1: company. Mm-hmm. Obviously not the same op- mm-hmm. operators or passengers. But same company, same, well, same, 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 managed, system. same management.
0: I don't know if it had changed... And at that point, I'm not sure what the background is, but here's the best part. And by best, I mean worst. Yeah. This was not caused by high winds. Faulty equipment, faulty operators. The operators had nothing to do with this. The cable car company had nothing to do with this. What? And you will never guess, in 10 million years, the one organization that was responsible for this crash.
1: Uh, BMW.
0: No. No. The motherfucking United States Marines. Oh, okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. So, I That that
1: is an organization. I named German Motor Company.
0: Yes, you did.
1: I might as well have said Brown. This just
0: blew my mind. Our armed forces, our United States Marines, killed 20 people.
1: I'm really curious as to how.
0: Yes. Oh, this is fascinating. This is fascinating. Because
1: this could go in a lot of different directions. Oh, yes.
0: So, So they killed 20 people in Italy on accident, or was it negligence?
1: I'm going to go with a little bit of both, but I'm going to guess it started as negligence.
0: So, here's what happened. An EA6B Prowler plane.
1: Okay, it's...
0: Aircraft, it's, I should say aircraft. I was going to
1: say, it sounds like a drone, but this is it like does. 1998. Yeah, no, this so. is a
0: manned aircraft. Okay. It was on a low altitude, <laughs> low altitude training mission. Training mission. Okay. Right, because why would we be in the Italian Alps for war?
1: Well, we have bases all over the planet. Exactly. Especially it, in Europe. Exactly, it was so. for training, yeah. not
0: for wartime, right? Yeah. The call sign of this aircraft is fantastic. Easy 01. Okay. Easy 01. And what they're
1: about to do is going to be the opposite of that, I'm guessing.
0: It's going to be horrible 01. Horrible 99. Something. So, this, this aircraft is a twin engine, four seat electronic warfare aircraft. Okay. Uh, it has radar, radar jamming capabilities. And it was used in Bosnia a lot.
1: It sounds like, if I can guess, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's a small spy craft.
0: Let me show you Exhibit B. It's, it's turn number two.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's a small it's spy. Stalled.
0: It's meant to be stealth right. because it's meant to fly low a, which altitudes. Which is a spy
1: aircraft. That's what it is. And that's and why, radar it, has, jamming and that's why it has so few passengers. Yeah. Passenger right. capacity.
0: Right, yeah, just four. Just four. Now, now we have
1: drones that do that that are unmanned. Right. That do what mm-hmm. this thing is doing. Mm-hmm. Probably, I'm gonna this guess. This is almost
0: twenty years ago. Yes. Yeah, so these are the these are manned aircraft. Yeah. Low flying training missions can be hazardous. This is just yes, a training I mission can. because clearly, fast aircraft loaded ground equals potential. A mountain a can of, pop up out of nowhere. Especially in the Alps. And
1: especially with a cable car test.
0: Yes. Uh, especially in smaller countries... And I don't even
1: know what's about to happen, but I know, you what's know what's happen. I know what's about to happen.
0: Especially in smaller countries with less open space where missions are done over more populated areas.
1: And because these are... And be, also, because this is a spy plane, I think it's safe to call it that.
0: That's a that's your call. I, I don't feel comfortable calling a, it a
1: spy. A plane. spy, a... Uh, I would
0: call it an electronic warfare aircraft with radar jamming capabilities.
1: Which purposes to... Let's just say this. We'll say this for sure because these pilots were flying this particular type of aircraft. That they were pretty highly skilled.
0: Well, we'll get into that. We I'm gonna we'll guess if they that they were. We'll get into that. Uh, one one telling sign is it's called the prowler. I would think it's meant to be stealthy. Yes. It's called a stealth aircraft. Yes. And I, I'm comfortable with that.
1: We won't the, go. As, we won't go as far to say a spy. It's, it's very stealthy. Yes, won't it's even know stealthy. It's, there. it's It could be taking a picture of you right now. So put down that bomb.
0: <laughs> Another thing that makes these low altitude training missions risky is bird strikes. Sure. Being a little close to the ground, ground collisions because you're close to the ground. Sure. No, very little time to react and correct.
1: Because you're going very fast yep. into the ground.
0: And then less dangerous, more nuisance is the noise to people and animals on the ground.
1: Because they're going to hear it.
0: How many times have we heard like a roon? Yeah. The, yeah. But
1: the uh, the satellites or whatever aren't going to see it. But people on the ground are going to know it's there.
0: Exactly. Apparently, after everything happened, the mayor of Calavasi said that right before this tragedy, a lot of people called about this plane getting too low oh, okay
1: so people had noticed it before and they're like hey
0: like wow, this like, is a little much but i much. realize
1: it's the yanks which is what europeans call us yeah <laughs> but you know just heads up well, to fly like 100 feet fly uh higher
0: and apparently because these low altitude training missions are low flying training missions are Uh, generally a nuisance. It's not that... I wouldn't think it would be that uncommon for people to be calling in. It was just sort of confirmed that, yeah, people were seeing this aircraft load to the ground. By
1: the way, this is an expensive resort and most of the people that are staying here uh, have got some cash and some influence, so could you just... Just
0: just, keep it down. Just make a
1: call. Just
0: a phone call. Keep it down. It's like a a knock on the door of an annoying neighbor or a wall.
1: I know you've got your flight you're on and I I, I get what you're doing. I love it. I love you. I I love the USA. Just... (laughs) 200 feet higher. That's, that's all we right. Is that too much?
0: Well, it would have made all the difference in the world, as it turns I'm out. I'm going to guess it would have. Because we're going to get into the heights, too. Yeah. So, at 3.12 p.m. local time, the pilot...
1: So, in the, uh, towards the, end of the middle of the day. Midday. Yes.
0: The pilot of this one EA 6 B prowler saw a cable in front of him. Cable of the cable car. Mm-hmm. He thought it was above him. Okay. So,
1: so was that his testimony, or, or was he dis- disoriented?
0: We'll get into more okay. of that as, that'll, as that'll well. Come later. So, by the the account of the navigator, so in the front, the pilot and the navigator, two other captains behind them. Right, mm-hmm. There's a four seater. The navigator said the cable came out of nowhere. Okay. So they were not necessarily aware of it prior to this. And they happening. were not anticipating it at all. They were not anticipating it. no 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 exactly. And that's there speed, are that altitude. well there are theories that the miscalculation, the reason he thought it was above him and that he needed to go below it, because we're about to get into this exactly what happened was because of the mountains and the horizon A fixed point on the horizon was causing an optical illusion, so the cable across the horizon didn't look like it was where it was. The horizon caused an optical illusion that made him think it was higher, when in fact he was actually slightly above it.
1: That's that's not a that's not bullshit. No, it's not. It's not. It's It's a legit thing. It's a legit
0: thing. Unfortunately, because he thought it was above him, he tried to dive. He banked left and down. And, I mean, I don't think you could plan this. Like, you couldn't have planned it better. His right wing severed the cable. Instantly. Yes. Severed At the cable. At that speed. At that speed. Yeah. So, 540 miles an hour. Yeah. Severed that cable. Uh, so, yes, the plane so, was... So,
1: so, just because of that, how quickly it happened, probably all the fail-safe mechanisms that were in that car...
0: Well, the car didn't know that the plane was there. Right. There was no opportunity for anything. But that's what I'm saying. It
1: happened so quick. Cut everything. So all the fail-says just didn't matter.
0: And I couldn't find this anywhere else, but there was an indication that the plane was cutting off this cable right very close to the the car.
1: Okay.
0: The only reason I, I say that is because of an illustration they showed multiple times on this amazing documentary that I'll mention later. I'm, and I'm, by amazing, I mean, like, epically dramatic. Yes. And insanely over I'm, the top. I'm
1: looking forward to it. Yes. In so,
0: a sad way. <laughs> in a very sad way. But
1: also in a curious way.
0: Yes. So they banked left, down, 540 miles an hour. Their altitude?
1: Can I take a stat at this sure. one? Sure. Well, the last cable car was 600 feet in That's there. correct, yes. I'm going to go with, because... This, this is a plane. Right. This is this is also a... Spy plane?
0: A stealth plane. Stealth. Plane. Stealth aircraft. Stealth aircraft. Stealth
1: aircraft. Uh, I'm going to guess the cable car was 650
0: feet. That would make sense, because they would be higher, right? Because who would be closer to the ground than 600 because feet? Because
1: if they were the exact same distance in the air, then that would just be too fucked up.
0: It would be. And who would be lower than that? Because you'd be so freaking close to the ground if you were that low. Are you ready to hear it? Uh,
1: I'm now I'm scared. Now it sounds like they were really high in the air. Uh-uh.
0: 360 feet.
1: Okay, so they were so that thing just They were, away. To the ground. They
0: were skimming virtually the ground. Think about it, how far is a mile? Five thousand two hundred eighty feet? It is. What is a tenth of a mile? 50, 528 mm-hmm. feet. They were almost so they were less than
1: less than a tenth of a mile, yeah, but still, much less. Still, way high up in the air.
0: High up in the air. If to you're, where a you're to where you're up, gonna
1: to where you're gonna fall, you're not surviving. No, if
0: if you're a person looking up who is surviving a fall of three hundred sixty feet, the answer is nobody. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to guess, because it snapped, that the thing went straight down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Not not slid off cliffs to kind of brace it. Just boom, right to yep. the ground. Yep. You're, not, you're not so bad. 20 people died. Yeah.
0: 20 or 19. I have two different things. I think
1: you said 20. Sucks. I did
0: say 20, and now I have 19. So 20 people plummeted to their death.
1: Momentum is a good word in this case.
0: It is. I think I stole it from Wikipedia. Yeah. But it's a good word. straight down. Yeah. So all the passengers were European from European countries. And people did actually see this happen. Yeah. People saw the plane, yeah. saw the severing. saw the... There are scene photos, disaster scene photos of this. Okay. Yes. It's gnarly.
1: I will check those out on a, on, a, on another, uh, another, day. another
0: day. To just sort of describe... You, you actually, in the photos that are available online, you don't see bodies. You don't see people.
1: But you can probably see what was left of this cable car and kind of draw your own
0: conclusion. What you see is this yellow cable car, picture I showed you, flattened. Mm-hmm. And... Remember, this is a ski resort in winter. Snow covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody survived this one. Nope. So the 43 people who died in the first one, one survivor, this was all. 20 people died.
1: So we have a total of 63 people between the two, 64 people between the two of this accident. In happened. the crash,
0: yes, with and only one, one survivor. Survived. Yeah. Yeah. That's poor Lady Alessandra, man.
1: And that person is currently dead.
0: Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. From unrelated causes. Yes. Yes. And now, so we have a... Obviously, we know what happened to the people in in the cable car. Remember, there's a plane out there. Mm -hmm. A plane that has had its wing cut into Ah. by a cable, right?
1: Which I did not even think of. The plane
0: had wing and tail damage. And was leaking fuel... But it was actually able to return to its base, sure. not to give away. You know, spoiler yeah. alert!
1: Because it's, its base was probably wasn't that far away.
0: N- I don't recall the actual like distance, but it was a training mission. So yes, yeah. they were staying within the region. So here's where we'll talk about this documentary. There's an amazingly melodramatic episode of Seconds from Disaster. Say it. Oh, in- I know that. Yes, do you?
1: I've I've, I've seen it. It's on. Like True TV or something like well, that? One of those networks? So,
0: History Channel put it's it... it's on Netflix or Hulu. Is it? Yes, I've History, seen it on... History Channel put it on YouTube, but it had a Nat Geo... That's what... Yes. It, Emblem. It's, it's, it is Nat Geo. Yes.
1: It's Nat Geo. Okay. Um, the 9-11 episode I watched ah. recently was Seconds from Disaster. Yes. Okay.
0: Was it super cheesy? The one you saw? Half and half. Really? I mean
1: it's a 50-50. it really is. Okay. Some of the reenactments they do, you're like, <laughs> you're like eh, come on. This but, one was but epically they do, cheesy. But they do get into like the facts of
0: Yes. Yes, agreed. And and this one I so I guess this one kind of was the same. It sounds
1: like it's right up that shows out. Yeah. A fifty It
0: a 50/50. It is available on YouTube. Like I watched some of sure on is. YouTube. It's like yeah. forty five minutes. A lot of them are. And they depict the crash with reenactments. That are, so that are terrible. So wonderfully. Oh, it's it's amazing. Terrible in a good and bad way. I wrote, it looks like a bad Star Wars knockoff. <laughs> and am I right that Tatooine was the snowy mm-hmm. planet? No. Either. Oh, damn it. Wait, it was, what was the... That was, the Hoth. that was Hoth. Hoth. Okay. so Tatooine is the desert planet. It looks like the the rebellion fighters getting into their Slaughtered planes. on Hoth. And, and, well, not slaughtered, because they survived, but just, like, in the snow. well, no, but it looks like at the reenactment is, like, them trying to... Oh, like I see I see plane. what you mean. I see yeah. what you mean. So there's a lot of, like, and they also showed them, like, getting ready for their flight, and they had this stupid, like, high-five, low-five move that then they Then again, did. these are
1: actors that they were paying, like, not even close to scale, maybe $100.
0: Well, or so. scale maybe they were yeah. above board I've done three but commercials
1: i have a scale of 250 bucks there were
0: these wonderful reenactments of the navigation where it's like we'll turn right here and we'll fly this way super technical yeah no not like it, was, the, it was really did you, funny I like that sound effect? I loved that thank you um but here's the interesting thing in this documentary they did an, they did interview the navigator
1: Oh, okay, and the, the actual, actual guy. This is okay. going to
0: come into play a little bit. So the it took two minutes after the crash, so put this together, two minutes after the crash for them to radio in for help. Now that seems a little suspect, but here's another thing to keep in mind. There's a little
1: bit of a time lag
0: there. Here's another thing to keep in mind they did lose their radio signal at one point because of how low they were and the fact that they were in the mountains. So it could have just been that they didn't regain their signal for two minutes, or it could have been... Uh, who knows? Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, could have been negligence. It, it, well, t- so, then again,
1: this being a stealth plane. Stealth plane. So they, the position where they didn't get to the point where they could broadcast again for two minutes... That's it's that possible. doesn't, that doesn't sound like bullshit either. That no, sounds like a good That's true.
0: Um okay. I wrote so the navigator was um, interviewed in this uh, documentary. In a stealth plane. this he was not interviewed I, I'm, in stealth plane. Okay. <laughs> he said, quote, It's almost like we willed the plane to land.
1: And they might have. I mean it sounds like. Well, I, I put
0: okay, dude.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a little overdramatic. Remember, there's
1: a director behind him being like, you got to play this up this is on I, I a TV guess, show. I okay. But he lost a piece of the wing, a piece of the tail, and they were losing fuel. Well, they didn't
0: necessarily lose a piece. There was damage to it.
1: But do you want to be in a plane that has no, those three things no, damaged? No, not particularly. So, so that's, that, but that's they landed, not the same They landed BS back yet. at yeah. the Air Force Base. Okay, okay
0: so, so, 20 dead people killed by Marines... In an accident, literally a accident. It sounds like
1: it was completely accidental.
0: Well, they certainly didn't do it deliberately. Right. Like all of that panned out. They their
1: negligence it probably? But well, that's probably, what we're, we're gonna get. Was it on me.
0: purpose? Okay. Didn't get into. It. That's right. You got it go. I have my my notes. Damn it! I will not sit back here. American Marines killed twenty Europeans. It, Negligently, in a. In a not controversial training accident because in low flying training missions were our training exercises were already kind of controversial. People were already calling in to complaint, right? Yes. Europe wasn't super happy with the U.S. Gonna
1: guess they weren't
0: after this. Oh,
1: and who was president of the United
0: States at this time? Clinton. Yes, he was. Well, because I'm about to mention him. Oh. Mm. Also, I was alive in 1998. Yes, so I remember. Uh, I wrote. There were mean headlines in papers and shit. In <laughs> <And> shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, some concern for troop safety because people were so pissed. So actually, they were the oh, commanders starting so to get are a little like, uh, uh,
1: like, don't go into town for a couple uh, of nights, fellas. Like, careful.
0: Like just careful. Drink that bottle
1: of vodka you smuggled into
0: the base. Uh. So Commander in Chief William Jesser jo- <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. <laughs>
1: I meant, I think he meant Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson, but that's good too. Somebody out there is named Jefferson. Yeah,
0: Jefferson is a great name. William Jefferson Clinton apologized and offered yep. monetary compensation. And
1: offered twenty dead Americans. I'm sorry, uh, monetary
0: compensation. Uh, well, awesome. he probably
1: did in a way. He was like, "Well, we just we just expanded like the drug war. Like there wow. there's there's twenty people we executed nationwide today."
0: The U.S. ambassador to Italy, Thomas Foglietta, visited the crash site and prayed and made a public statement of apology. Yeah. We did a bad thing. Italy wanted to prosecute the four marines in the planes, in the plane. That caused the disaster... Criminally
1: or... Yes, criminally um, okay.
0: in, in their criminal court. Here's the thing. When international one country versus another crime happens who has sort of the jurisdiction or the say-so of what happens especially with the military force
1: I'm gonna guess most of the time it's just going to be us
0: no no, no. I mean what organization oh, who, oh uh,
1: well this being in Europe I'm gonna say the EU or NATO One of the two. NATO. Okay. NATO, because it was the U.S. too, or probably both of them. No, it was NATO. Okay.
0: NATO's NATO gave the U.S. the name. NATO gave jurisdiction to the U.S. military courts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that makes that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and the first organizational body to get to get this case for investigation, because they had to investigate clearly what happened, sure. was NCIS, not the show.
1: The actual body of, of investigative...
0: What does NCIS stand
1: for? Uh, Naval Criminal... I, I, I cannot...
0: You in that half there. Investigative Service.
1: Okay. Duh.
0: So they started the investigation, but... But, but, but... The Supreme Commander, as if this couldn't get more Star Wars, right? The mm-hmm. Supreme Commander.
1: Supreme Commander. Supreme
0: Commander. Took it away from your you
1: bidding. He oh.
0: Took it away from NCIS and gave it to the Marines.
1: But I thought the NCIS was over the Marines, because the Marines and the Navy are kind of interconnected. I don't but know. I, yeah, I, I really don't know. Don't know. Yeah. But the Marines... We'll look we'll that part, because per- we
0: don't the Marines ended up investigating themselves. Okay. But, this, anyway, let's keep going. At first, all four men on the plane were charged. All four captains. Criminal. In military court. Right, okay. Yes. Because,
1: because they could be charged. No, we'll, go, what we'll what get mean? into it. Okay. This is not civil court. This is right. criminal court. Yes, okay. because
0: it's, it, yes. Uh, but... Only two ended up going to trial the pilot and the navigator. Okay. The Those are the two that make sense. Yeah. The pilot was Captain Richard Ashby, age 31, and his navigator, Captain Joseph Schweitzer, age 30. Schweitzer okay. is the one who was um, interviewed in this documentary. Okay. And they ended up going to trial. And they were caused with t- charged with 20 counts of involuntary manslaughter. And negligent homicide. Sure. Uh, the other two, just to mention, the other two people in the plane were Captain William Rainey and Captain... I put Camp... Captain Chandler Seagraves. So those are the other two, and that will kind of come into play later. The trial took place on our coast, Jacksonville, North Carolina. I
1: was going to say that, or uh, Baltimore. Nope. like Annapolis Camp Lejeune. Center. Okay.
0: Lejeune. Uh, now, to... the investigation there were no there are no black boxes or were no black boxes on these prowlers on these on these stealth aircraft but they did have readings like a recorder of readings of velocity and altitude so that's how they knew how high they were and how fast they were going. So it was found that so do you remember how how low they were flowing, flying, flowing, <laughs> flowing, they're they were low flow, they
1: were flowing 360 feet.
0: Yes, so they're flying 360 feet. Um, this is really
1: low, it is
0: very low. What do you think was the minimum required altitude for military standards?
1: Because this was a stop plane, I would put it at, I'd probably, I'd probably say the minimum was like 500 feet, I mean, 500 to a thousand, somewhere in there.
0: Yep, so the older standard for minimum altitude was 1,000 feet, but it had recently changed in the region, in Italy, required 2,000 feet. Minimum altitude, (laughs) yes, minimum altitude of 2,000 feet now. Even by the old standards, they were well below half. They land. were
1: flying almost five times lower than that.
0: Very, That's very really low. That's really low. Very low in the Alps, in the mountains, and valleys, and peaks.
1: So, and, according to the old standards, they should have never been close to this thing. And according to the new standards, they should have been in a different galaxy.
0: Basically, yes, yes. Now, the uh, this had had recently changed. Uh, even even prior still, the 1,000, the older standard of the 1,000 feet was set um, a- after a crash in Yuma, Arizona in 1996, where there had been... So it had
1: just recently the
0: changed. The same aircraft yeah. had been on a training flight and four people died in that crash. So... That was so a couple they, years prior. They were like, well,
1: up at 1,000 feet, you might be able to see better, maybe.
0: Now, that was that was two years prior to all this, that that went down. So they knew for sure that 1,000 feet. We'll get into the other change. They knew for
1: sure that 1,000 feet was tricky enough because poor people had already died doing in it. In the desert. Yeah.
0: In Yuma, Arizona. Yeah. And they where were in the, the Alps. Yeah. yeah they were in the Alps. Where
1: there's no snow or cable cars.
0: So, instead of 1,000 feet, The old requirement. So 2,000 feet. The new requirement, they were actually at around 360 feet. Now, why were they around 360 feet? The pilot said the the altimeter, the altitude measuring equipment, Mm -hmm. was malfunctioning. And not only that, but 540 miles an hour was a little above how fast he should have been going.
1: I had a feeling that was going to come into play, too. He was going
0: too fast and too low but he claimed that he didn't know about the speed restriction. Here, here's what I'm saying. So I, I'm no good at estimating distances, but I would want a pilot and a navigator of a stealth aircraft to be. So, like, don't you think they'd be like, oh, aren't those houses and trees getting a little bigger than they should be? I mean... My initial
1: thought was this, was that they had been there for a long time, been doing this probably same training exercise for a long time, and maybe just this one day they were hot-dogging. So that,
0: here's that, that, the that, even better thing. What, what, oh, no, 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 there's so much When you started hard.
1: this, but that's where my mind went when you started this. I'm like, oh, they were just fucking around, and...
0: Oh, it's even better. It's even better than that. So, yes, as far as... an. But he was claiming not that they were hot dogging it. He was claiming he he was claiming that the altimeter was malfunctioning and he didn't know he was going that low. And what I was I'm saying is how do you just not know by looking?
1: Yeah, I see, this is the part where I will call it. That sounds like a bullshit yes,
0: excuse. Yes, yes, it does. All yes, the excuses
1: up to this point have seemed somewhat legitimate, but right. that one sounds like bullshit to me.
0: The other thing is that the, the recordings in the plane that, of velocity and altitude, they dipped well below the proper altitude prior to this before. So they had gone under and then back up and then under again. Which
1: would explain the complaints from uh, people who they almost sawed their heads off with. Yes. From a fucking aircraft.
0: <laughs> Basically, because yes. Because they were flying. Yes. You guys are like
1: 50 feet in the air. Why are you that low?
0: And they're in the Alps. They're in the motherfucking well, Alps. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, initially when you said, who caused this? Right. The first thing that came to my mind was, these were highly skilled guys, bored, Doing the same training mission every day.
0: Oh, they were bored. You know, they were hot dogging it. It had been six months since Ashby had done a low flying training exercise. He was not doing this every day. Not even close. Okay,
1: but but he still could have been doing it a lot before then, and just been like, he, okay, he, I'm gonna try he it. He could
0: have been, but here's the thing: he wasn't according doing it yet. according to to these pilots and and their their commanding officers, you're supposed to fly if you're working on low level, low altitude training missions. You're supposed
1: to stick to the requirements. Su-
0: no, you're supposed to do it every day. Oh, you I see what you mean. You need constant conditioning for this. I see what you mean. So there could have been uh, some, like I don't know. It's been a while since I've done it.
1: So. <sighs> So my my question is this. Should he have been flying in between these two times this whole time? Should he have been flying, but instead maybe on the ground he was dicking around?
0: So remember, let's go back slightly, that Ashby and Schweitzer were charged, right, with 20 yes. counts of manslaughter the and, pilot and negligent Navy. homicide. Yes. Uh, and there in,
1: were two other people in this plane.
0: Yes, who had no charges brought against them. In March 1999, so about a year after, just over a year, a year after this incident, Ashby was acquitted. Okay. So the pilot was found not guilty, and Schweitzer had his charges dropped. So they didn't they were not found guilty of neither of them. And this any, is
1: in the NATO court system, or this is the Marine This court? is the
0: military court. I don't mm-hmm. know if, okay. if the individual branches, I don't know the protocol for mm-hmm. a military. I'm sure other people do much better than I do. But, but. That sounds like a. What? They were court martialed for obstruction of justice and conduct unbecoming an officer. And we're going to get into why, and it's going to be a gaspable moment. But. Bookmark that gasp, future gasp. So they were found guilty of those charges two months later, May ninety nine. They were dismissed from service. So they were not no longer um in service. Ashby do, do you
1: have the words dishonorably discharged in there? I
0: I, I they or were court martial you're right, they were it was a dis- dishonor it was disturbs. a dishonorable that's,
1: discharge. That's a- pretty big thing.
0: It is because you know what it means? No benefits.
1: Exactly. And it means all of your service before that has been pretty much kind of stripped away.
0: And Ashby served four and a half months in jail.
1: Okay. So he
0: actually did serve jail time. He he had a six month sentence. So
1: their own branch of government, being the Marines, found him guilty.
0: Again, the U.S. military court. I don't know if individual branches have individual courts. They do when we were talking
1: about when they brought them up
0: on Criminal, the uh, negligent homicide and the involuntary manslaughter? No, but what
1: it, what it was called in their own branch, they were court-martialed. Oh, court-martialed. When you're court-martialed, yes. that means it's your own branch doing that too. Oh, okay. okay. That's the difference. Okay. So they were found guilty through a court-martial. Okay. They were both dishonorably be- discharged, which means, yes, no benefits. Right. And it also means, uh, I, I don't think it's a permanent, but a... Kind of washing away your service up until then. I can't. A, I can't speak to that. I here's here's this. what it is. It's a very bad thing.
0: A very bad thing. It is all bad thing.
1: On a show called All Bad Things, Yes. you don't want to be dishonorably discharged from service ever.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't you, you think so. Don't. So Ashby served four and a half months in jail. He got out of a six month sentence early for good behavior. Uh, Schweitzer made a plea agreement and didn't serve I was offense. just going you to say, it, fled, sound, it sounds out. like
1: the other guy probably... Fled yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: They did appear there to appeal their dismissals, though. Uh, they wanted to remain eligible for military they, benefits. They wanted to be honorably discharged. Yes. They were denied. Yes. So they were dishonorably discharged.
1: So, yeah. okay. Well, well Court in, in the grand scope of things, that it's to a degree, punishment. To degree, 20 people died at their hands yeah, I, yeah. at the lowest level that's, yeah, that's that's at least.
0: So so sure, sure. here's where we're getting here see is where we're gonna get into some of the revelations of the military formal military investigation into this crash or into this disaster. These investigation findings were not made public until July 2011. Okay. 13 years after the fact.
1: I'm going to guess uh, Freedom of Information Act.
0: Yes. But basically, only this is all, this was, well, I don't know, it's it's American Armed Services, but it was a European paper that got these. But it
1: involved American Armed Services. Yes, that's true.
0: So, the Italian newspaper La Stampa... Ended up getting these findings and publishing them. Here are the findings. Oh, Jesus.
1: Because this is the actual shit. This is this, the shit. This, this is not the stuff that they published in 1998. this, no, this is, is the, what was, This well, is the... Although
0: this was an older finding... Sure. happened But much more this
1: recently, is the but, official, on the yes, record, but you can't see it for a long by time. By the military.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: This is, by the time we release this, everybody would have forgotten. That's what these
0: are. So a lot of the questions about negligence versus whatever versus whatever.
1: This this is when you're getting getting the hardcore fucking truth.
0: So it was found that the plane, yes, was flying too low, too fast. We kind of knew that anyway, right? That
1: was pretty obvious from the get-go.
0: The military finding was that the flight crew and commanding officers, so not just the flight crew, but the commanding officers Mm -hmm. too, and the United States itself should take full blame, and that victims' relatives were entitled to a monetary settlement. Yep. So this is the military's finding, right? Second, all pilots in the squadron of this plane, so the entire squadron— oh, so, no, 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 we're not going there. No, I—, I, I Were, you're going were part that. of a received directive publishing new requirements by the Italian government for that 2,000-foot thing. Right. Well, the letter to Captain Ashby was found unopened oh. in the cockpit of the plane.
1: That ran to the cable.
0: Uh, yes, along with get
1: the fuck out of here.
0: Along with maps of the cables, so that they would know what to avoid.
1: That almost sounds like it was too like neatly well dressed.
0: Or, or completely or, negligent. Or, com- or yes. Why? One the other. Yes, because why yeah. One or the other. So now there they're, they're You, you have to even, you have to realize
1: these are two governments going against each other. So, Although this
0: is the, the mil the military, the US government is finding this stuff. And Oh, so, I thought you but, said no, it was, no 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 no. This is the US oh, government's finding Oh, that
1: makes it even I thought it was a mix is, of both no,
0: this is the US oh, okay. Go- this is the, the Marines' own finding on themselves.
1: Okay, that's bad.
0: Yes. That's now, really it bad. is also really... That, that's a... That's, uh, a bad thing. Yes. All bad things. All bad things. So, but it does say something to the fact that the military investigated themselves and actually came down pretty hard on themselves.
1: Yeah, well, that's why they eventually court-martialed the two guys. Exactly. disarmed, discharges, even after they were peeled.
0: Exactly. Now, these cable maps, there was some slight controversy, and it seems a little confusing. Some people claimed that they were older u.s maps that weren't as updated some people said they were newer italian maps
1: either way it they was, shouldn't it have been flying it that didn't low.
0: matter so anyway yeah.
1: either anyway. way they shouldn't have been flying that low even to the old standards
0: yeah so yeah none of this was good all right again an- another finding the pilot the navigator none of the crew had any fine previous like Psychological problems, known psychological like problems, not behavioral problems, except the pilot I'm just Ashby.
1: I was gonna say the navigator.
0: Now, pilot Ashby had received a formal warning 10 days before this not crash. Not to fly that low. Not to fly to. He was flying too low. He got reprimanded.
1: Which brings it back so. around to my fl- no, l- hot yeah, okay. A little, a little right. bit. While well, we're still getting bit. into it.
0: Uh, the navigator Schweitzer planned their flight route using obsolete documents. So they were outdated documents.
1: Being the navigator, he should know better.
0: Well, well. Here's the thing. No, not really. Obsolete doesn't mean like ancient. Obsolete sure. just means n- not currently updated. Not up to date. It was actually found that it wasn't him who caused this. It was his squadron commander and his commander's assistant who failed to tell him. Hey, here's the updates the things that you need to know. Okay. All right. The commander admitted everyone in the squadron knew about the new restrictions, altitude, etc. the 2000 foot to, and, and and other things about feet. About these about the navigation. Everyone knew about it except Ashby. They knew for a fact he didn't know about these. They t- so, said, the, it, so the so the
1: navigator probably the First, second, 1A, 1B, most important part of that flight, did not know what the new restrictions were. Potentially, yeah. Well, it sounds like by... Well, they said
0: Ashby didn't know. They didn't say anything
1: about Schweitzer, so I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ashby being the pilot. Yes. Now...
0: Okay, Schweitzer
1: Schweitzer being the navigator. Yes. So Ashby did not...
0: They know for sure Ashby didn't know about the new restrictions. That's bad. Yeah, it is very bad. But
1: the navigator did.
0: Well... It would seem so, although I'm the language was a little confusing. They I'm not positive maybe they, also said, maybe they didn't go down
1: that trail with He the was navigating. also
0: given obsolete documents to navigate with okay. it's hard to tell. Now, remember they were saying the altimeter had Gone had out. malfunctioned. Yes. So that's why they didn't know they were flying so low. Um, the morning of the crash, the plane had maintenance done on it. Okay. The G meter was replaced, the so G force measurement mm-hmm. instrument thingy, and the altimeter was inspected and found to be absolutely fine. Mm. There was no indication that the altimeter was malfunctioning. Not only that, but the altimeter has a built-in alarm if you're going under eight hundred feet, which they were going. They were going well under eight hundred the- feet. And there is no reason to believe, based on the fact that it was not malfunctioning, that they didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. The navigator said no, and that all this stuff jammed and whatever.
1: Can I make a prediction? Hmm? Because that meter probably went off, or that alarm probably went off. Is this where the other two people are going to come into play? Whether nope. they heard that sound or not. No. Oh okay. No.
0: Okay. Oh, this is gonna. This is gonna. This is it. This is a smoking freaking gun. Okay, I, I am ready
1: because I have no idea what the hell is gonna
0: happen. There was a motherfucking camcorder on the motherfucking plane. And the motherfucking navigator was taking footage. Because you know what? It's pretty. It's the pretty Alps. It's the Italian Alps. The Italian Alps. Uh,
1: By the way, kids who are listening, who are 16 and under, a camcorder in (laughs) 1998 would be what your phone is today.
0: Yes, except it's much bigger. And And had tapes and has
1: Right. The the camcorder, yes. Mm -hmm. Your phone right now is way smaller, uh, holds a lot more footage, and takes clearer pictures. But yes, imagine your phone... Is this thing you put over your shoulder and put video cassette <laughs> recorded tapes into?
0: But it's going to get a whole lot better. You ready for this? You're kidding
1: me. They had this whole yeah. fucking thing on yeah. on film.
0: Well, did they? Oh. So this plane limped back to base, right? Mm-hmm. According to uh, Seagraves, I think that was the one guy. That, so the other two guys, right? The other two guys in the plane, uh, William Rainey and Chandler Seagraves. Who were
1: officers, correct? They were captains. They captains. were also
0: captains, okay. but they were not piloting or navigating on okay. this flight.
1: Probably observing. Okay. Me- meaning the camcorder. No,
0: no, no. Schweitzer had the camcorder. He said oh, the, he had oh, the Oh, camcorder. that's right.
1: The navigator.
0: Yes. Yeah. Now, this plane finally lands after a really harrowing little flight because it's leaking fuel. They had to with, hold on for their lives. Yes. They willed it to land. They willed it to yes. land. Yes. So it landed. Those two guys in the back got out of there so fast, one of them twisted their ankle. Right? You just want to get off that plane.
1: Like this didn't fucking happen.
0: Schweitzer and Ashby took a minute. Right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: So when the investigators found the get, camcorder. Get their, get their
1: stories together.
0: The investigator found the camcorder. They looked at the tape. Right, inside? Blank. And a little piece of cellophane from a new tape being opened and put into the camcorder, swapped out for the tape that had actually taken the footage that Schweitzer admitted to destroying.
1: So he actually had what happened on tape? Yes. And when they landed, and the two of them had to get their heads together and be like, what the fuck do we do about this? People, they they, uh, they probably didn't realize how many people died, but they knew for sure.
0: They knew something like, bad happened. This is a
1: cable car that was moving. We just hit it.
0: Well, they didn't even know what had happened initially. They just knew something bad happened, and they knew that the tape could look bad. According to Schweitzer, what he was doing was filming the Alps because they were pretty. And then, sure. e- according to him, so he was, like, panning across the Alps and then turned the camera on himself and smiled. Like, give a smile and, and the <sighs> people back at home. Well, who knows when the crash but actually happened. Right. But the thing was, he thought it would look bad that on the same flight that they killed 20 people, he was smiling. He knew how it would look he knew, and i find this believable he knew how it would come across and seeing how bad it was going to look he made the call
1: but can i can i say that he was i'm hoping anyway that he was smiling before they killed him yes those yes, people. yes yes
0: yes he so was that, not so thinking... The, so that would
1: be the argument to be like this hadn't happened yet
0: i i know and i agree but but clearly it shows and 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 no i'm with you and it, it's a uh, <laughs> it was like a clear panic. What did we hit? A cable car? Hey! No, it, it was not like that at all. It was all well before the, the crash, but at the same time, like, yes, it is it is explainable by panic, whatever. However, that tape was... He knew it was evidence. He sure. knew he shouldn't destroy it. They knew 100% that this was valuable if only to give context to... The investigators would want to see that tape.
1: Here's what they knew 100%. Is that they fucked up? Yes. How severely they had—they probably didn't have any idea
0: at that moment. Probably.
1: Probably not. not. So, but the one thing they both knew was there is a piece of evidence in this plane that can tell us how badly we fucked up, and we should probably get rid of
0: it. Yeah. And so we did.
1: So you can you can make that like what they knew—they probably didn't know much at that point. Yeah. But they did know that they fucked up bad, and that they needed to scrub something.
0: And also, the tape was discovered because Seagraves, one of the other, no, no, he, he spilled his guts for immunity. Oh. Yeah. And said, yeah, they were, they were recording shit. So, yeah. Um, now, Schweitzer was on this documentary, like I said, and his description of, like, the events and everything seemed really... And this is completely subjective interpretation, but seemed really melodramatic and kind of like, let's minimize this as much as possible. Sure. To oh, it was the altimeter, and this and this, and uh, that I didn't buy. But apparently, this guy has gone through some pretty severe PTSD as a result of this. I, yeah, he's spoken at like naval or, um, you know, whatever military academies right. and stuff. Specific and written extensively on this topic so it didn't uh, what i wrote was what a dope at best coward at worst he did end up with ptsd though so i kind of feel bad for him too
1: well here's all that had to happen if they had just landed and i and I, I don't doubt their story that their landing was probably not that easy
0: no 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 because yeah, they were leaking fuel. There was damage. There was, was, damage 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 that was
1: significant. The it sounds like yeah. there was significant damage yeah. to their own plane. Absolutely. So what they had to get through just to land, I don't think they're BSing at all. No. But what they should have done, all they had to do when they land was was gone to their superiors, all four of them, and yes. say, "Hey, something bad happened up there. We don't really know what yet. Uh huh. But we're a part of something bad.
0: Right." Well,
1: S- something happened.
0: Right No, obviously, and, yes. and I'm sure. And here's the tape.
1: And I'm sure that whatever happened, I'm sure the military frequencies would ever pick up on whatever activity is going on. I'm sure there were ambulances called, fire, rescue, all kinds of stuff called.
0: People witnessed the crash. Right, so people were called. Yes, and this is in
1: 1998 when people did have cell phones.
0: Not, not cameras.
1: Not- Right, not smartphones. I'm saying cell phones.
0: But they so they could call. On they site. could call nine one
1: one on site yeah. and say, "Hey, I saw this and this and this, and right. I'm sure I'm sure they're playing those calls for mm-hmm. whatever the Italian nine one one is."
0: One one
1: one. I think. Is it, right? is it really?
0: I, well, one 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 is.
1: One one one. boot.
0: And nine 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 is in the UK, and I think one 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 is in Europe. I could be wrong. They
1: have their own, but they have their own system, yes, like like we do. But so, so all they had to do when they got back to base is say, "Hey." We did something bad. Right. We don't know what it is yet, but we should go help. Here's
0: well, what they what what happened is they ended up getting back to base. So yeah, they did this cover up, but the, the um, Schweitzer was saying like then they found out that they killed 20, killed 20 people, people and and were basically kind of just held at and, that point. And... Possibly
1: like probably one of the worst ways you could go, just completely accidentally. Well let's get let's get back to that. Let's let's finish up here. Yeah.
0: So that's one of my smart ass comments I have written down. Oh, okay. The families of the victims received sixty-five thousand dollars US per victim by the Italian government, like right away. Same month. Now we're not done yet. Okay. Same same month. This is like immediate aid. Yeah. They got sixty-five grand. And it was reimbursed by the U.S. Um, in May 99, so a year later, our Congress rejected a bill that would have set up a fund of $40 million for the victims. Uh, yeah. Cong- U- United States Congress being shitty for over 200 years. Uh, don't
1: you know what we have that $40 million set aside for? Or, oh, we, ha- we have it set aside so people can feel better about their cars.
0: So, it gets better. In December 99, the Italian government, uh, Italian government, so Italian government, not us, Italian Mm. government, approved a $1.9 million per victim Mm. compensation plan. NATO treaties forced the U.S. to pay 75% of that, which the U.S. did. NATO had to hold us responsible. We are dicks. Yeah. Yeah. The US wasn't. We apologized. We sent our, our diplomat. Maybe
1: paid for the funeral. The
0: diplomat prayed on site. Like no. how much? No, no, bitty, no, no, no. And we literally
1: sucked. $40 million to the United States government.
0: And t- that, that. $40
1: billion is
0: nothing. And that equates to $2 million per dead person. Right. That's not a lot of money.
1: It's. What it is is,
0: hey, Sorry, we suck. Here's some money for killing your person. And this isn't gonna
1: fix anything. Our budget today—I don't know what it was in 1998, of defense—but it was. I'm gonna guess it was pretty high. Our budget today is almost 700 billion dollars. Wow. Billion.
0: Billion. So dollars. imagine
1: what 40 million dollars is compared to that. It's—it's it's nothing. It's literally throwing a dime
0: for uselessly cutting a cable
1: through negligence.
0: Through negligence that sent Wait, those
1: twenty people shouldn't be dead.
0: No, that's but they 20 are twenty people plummeting to their death in a cable from car from three
1: hundred and sixty feet in the air.
0: Yeah, cable cars are are interesting because two big things that are common fears are at, added together, right? Combined oh, spaces and, and heights. heights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so heights imagine for sure. yeah. I'm imagining some of those twenty people. are... People were a little nervous.
1: Uh, At least one person was.
0: (laughs) Which is really sad. Uh, Also, I wanted to hearken back to our Niagara Falls cable car over the whirlpool. And we
1: were not 600 feet in the air. We weren't even 360 feet in the air. We were about 150, 200? At best. 200 at best, Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And you're still way high in the air.
0: And an aircraft couldn't get in there, let alone snap our cable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, apparently in this case... God so, knows. I know there's an Air Force base really close to frickin yep, uh, yep. Niagara Falls is in Buffalo.
0: But here's my would you rather scenario. Okay. If you had to die at va- on vacation, mm-hmm. at home, or at work. I would think
1: on vacation. Really? Right? Right? Like yeah. to go
0: on va- Well, I mean, it depends on, I feel like it depends on how you die. Talk
1: about a permanent vacation. <laughs> Why didn't you not
0: find that funny? We're keeping that silence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Permanent Vacation is also the name of an
0: Aerosmith album. Aerosmith album, I know that, along with Toys in the Attic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is the Cavalese Cable cable Car Disasters. Also known as... That's not a tongue twister at all. No, not at all. Can I I take a stab at it? Cavalese Cable Car Disasters, you try it.
1: Okay. The uh, Cavalese cable car disasters. I want to do the next thing.
0: Okay. Or Strage des Sermi, the massacre at Sermi.
1: The end of that, the massacre at
0: Sermi. Sermi. I think. Sermi. How's it spelled? C E R M I S. Okay,
1: Sermi. Okay, that could be a great uh, sequel to. Um, Uh, where they backpack pack across Europe and they wind up in a torture chamber oh Saw no no Hostel oh, Hostel what was the name of that again?
0: Stragé Cermi. or the, what? the Massacre Massacre at Cermis
1: Massacre at Cermi. sequel to Hostel 2 okay yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I've had so much funny in this damn episode. That's all, you that's have. All, that's, that's all I've got left.
0: You have. I have been churning out comedy gold this whole time. I would say
1: silver, but you're you're working on gold.
0: You're at bronze then. Okay. I, okay. I, can, I can handle that. I did good on this one. Yes, you did. I wrote in the funny. Yes,
1: you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. This has been a live podcast on a Friday night in our studio about the catalase
0: cable car disasters cable car
1: disaster. We appreciate you for joining us. I'm David I'm Rachel and this has been All All Bad
0: Things. Things